Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I would like to encourage you with the Word of God, and I believe that the Holy Spirit will speak to you, reveal the truth of God to you, and help you to have more faith and confidence in the grace and the mercy and the goodness of the Lord. Let us love Him. He loved us first. He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for us, so that we can have super abundant life and eternal life. We should obey Him, serve Him, find our calling, and run our race to the finish line. Let us pray, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you love us so much. You are the forgiving and gracious God. Your love endures forever. We want to hear from you, Lord. May your Holy Spirit teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. Mark chapter 16, verses 6 to 7. But the angel said, "Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go." And tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. In this scripture, we learn that when Jesus was on trial before his crucifixion, Peter denied that he knew Jesus three times. Peter was bitterly disappointed in himself in his mistake. So ashamed of being a coward, soon after that, they crucified Jesus. Peter never had the chance to tell Jesus, "I am sorry, I repent of my sin." He had to live with the guilt. But when three women found Jesus' tomb was empty, an angel told them to go and tell his disciple and Peter that he was alive. The only disciple specifically pointed out. Was Peter? The angel mentioned the name of Peter in the message that they gave to the three women. God was showing us in this story. He said, "I don't define you by your mistake. I don't cancel your destiny because you have made mistake or you have failed." And 50 days later, it was Peter who gave the inaugural message that birthed the church in Jerusalem. Acts chapter two verse fourteen, talking about Peter gave the message. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, raised his voice and said to them, "Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and heed my words." After the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the upper room, and the hundred twenty disciples were filled with the fire and the Holy Spirit, Peter was the one who stood up and shared the message and the will of God. As the new church was birthed in Jerusalem, Acts chapter two, verse thirty-eight to forty-one say, "Then Peter said to them, 'Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call.'" And 
with many other words, he testified and exhausted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. Wow. After Peter preached the message, 3,000 souls were saved that day. God used Peter even though he made mistakes in the past. But he repented. His mistake did not define his calling and his future. We all make mistakes like Peter in a different ways. You may have made mistakes and failed as Peter did, but you have to learn to forgive yourself. Quit remembering what God has forgiven and forgotten. His mercy is bigger than any mistake you have made. God is saying to you here, get back in the course that God has for you. You can still do what I called you to do. Repent, get up again, and continue to run your race. Here came the message to you. Tell the disciple and Peter. This is a sentence I want to emphasize. The angel wanted Peter, first of all, to know that Jesus was alive and forgiven him. Jesus still remembered him and even instructed the woman to tell him about his resurrection. Jesus still loved him. How comforting the gospel is to sinners who confess their sin and believing in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, I want to emphasize this sentence. Tell the disciple and Peter. Notice that Jesus did not say Simon, which was his natural family name, the name given him by his parents. When previously Peter had said that he would never deny Jesus, the Lord in answer called him Simon at that time. Simon, Simon, Satan had decided to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. Let's look at Luke chapter 22, verses 31 to 32. At that time, when Jesus warned Peter or Simon that he should not deny Jesus, look at how the Lord called Peter. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I pray for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Simon was his own name, the name of his own nature. In and with that nature, he was warned of what he would do. But here, he is Peter now, after the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even though, as Simon, he had committed such a sin of being a coward and denying Jesus Christ three times. What is the Lord telling us here through the Gospel of Mark? To Jesus, he is still Peter, the rock upon which the church will be built. Even though he had sinned so grievously as a sinner, he is assured that the Lord still loved him. Jesus had prayed for him and will restore and establish him as the rock, the apostle, to strengthen his brother. This is the beautiful message of the church about our Lord throughout the ages. Though we often have sinned against him, still his love and grace abide. I, Pastor Lau, have sinned and made mistakes as well so many times in a personal life, as a husband, as a dad, as a pastor, as a doctor. 
I have made mistake. I have sinned against God. But that doesn't mean that the Lord minimizes and ignores sin. When I sin, we must always confess our sin. But our sin do not undo God's love and His calling as long as we repent and confess our sin. By nature, we are still sinners. By nature, but as believers, we are Christians or righteous people by the righteousness of God. On the cross, Jesus took our sin on Him, and He offered us His righteousness. So, the nature we have sinned, but as a position, we are the saints. We are the righteous people of God. How great is God's love and faithfulness to us when we learn about Peter or Simon? Although Simon, the disciple, committed a terrible sin to Jesus, his sin was forgiven, and the Lord loved him and still continued to use him to be an apostle of the early church. What do we need to do when we sin against God? First John chapter one verses eight to ten. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. So we all make mistake. Pastor Lau make mistake. You make mistake. Don't let Our mistake define our calling and our future. God has a destiny for us. What we need to do is to allow the Word of God speak to us. The Holy Spirit cleanses us, and we repent of our sin, and we can continue to run the race. First John chapter two verses one to two. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sin, and we have an advocate. With the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous, and He Himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Jesus, in heaven at the right hand of the Father, He paid a price for our sin, intercede for us, and when we confess our sin and repent, our sins are forgiven, and He wipes our sin, and we can become as white as snow. Second Peter chapter three verse nine. What we need to do: the Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Peter repented of his sin, of denial the Lord Jesus three times, but the Lord forgave him and continued to use him as an apostle. Luke chapter twenty-two, thirty-three to thirty-four. But he said to him, "Lord, I am ready to go with you, both to prison and to death." Then he said, "I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny three times that you know me." Jesus knew ahead of time that Peter was going to sin against God. Matthew twenty-six, sixty-nine to seventy-five. Now Peter sat outside in the courtyard. And a servant girl came to him, saying, "You also were with Jesus of Galilee." But he denied it before them all, saying, "I do not know what you are talking about, or what are you saying." And when he had gone out to the gateway, another girl saw him and said to those who were there, "This fellow also was with Jesus of Nazareth." But again 
he denied with an oath. I do not know the man. And a little later, those who stood by came up and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech betrays you. Then he began to curse and swear, saying, I do not know the man. Immediately a rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, who had said to him before the rooster crows, You will deny me three times. So he went out and wept bitterly. Peter's sin itself did not cause him to repent. His forgiveness and restoration came only when he turned from sin to God. He turned away from sin and he turned to God. After his resurrection, Jesus affirmed Peter's restored love three times. Peter denied Jesus three times, but Jesus affirmed the love and the forgiveness by talking to Peter three times about the gift that he gave to Peter, the calling that he has for Peter. This wonderful gift of restored fellowship through God's gracious forgiveness is available to all believers, you and me. Let's look at the scripture. Three times Jesus affirmed the calling and the love for Peter. Three times Peter denied Jesus, but three times Jesus affirmed his forgiveness, his love, his grace to Peter. John chapter 21, 15 to 17. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I loved you. He said to him, feed my lambs. So his calling is to be an apostle and to be the leader in the early church, to feed the sheep of God. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I loved you. He said to him, tend my sheep. The calling is to take care of God's sheep. He said to him the third time, third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. In conclusion, we all make mistakes. We have still the sinful nature on the inside of us. We make wrong decisions, say wrong things, do wrong things. Either out of rebellion or out of ignorance, we should repent right away, ask God for forgiveness, and the Lord will cleanse us our life with the blood of Jesus Christ. And He restore us by His sacrifice. And we can get back on our feet, serve the Lord, and continue to run our race and fulfill the calling that God has for us. The story of Peter here is a good example to us. Don't live in guilt, condemnation, and in bad feeling. Forgive yourself. Let God forgive you and continue to serve the Lord. He has the great plan for your life. Repentance and asking God for forgiveness are something you have to do all the days of your life until you meet Him in heaven. Let us pray. Father, thank you that when we make mistakes and fail, your mercy still cover us. Thank you that you forgive and forget our sin the moment we ask you and confess our sin. We are saying goodbye to the guilt and the shame of the past and believing that you have something awesome in our future. We're going to continue to run our race. Our mistake did not define 
our calling and our future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May the Lord give you strength. May the Lord give you ability to run your race. He always forgives you. He loves you. Please practice what you learn. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.